On episode six of Thanks for Playing with DSM, we talk with Joey Mazza about behind the scenes and the incredible things that Eva's Village is doing. Darren says some profound shit, and Patrick Warburton is from Patterson? Huh. Wait, who's Patrick Warburton? Everybody on three. One, two, three. Thanks, Thanks for, for playing. playing. Oh, Somebody was, so was way off on the <laughs> note. <laughs> Somebody was flat. <laughs> All right, so I'm recording. Everybody's on their phones. <laughs> it's, per- it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, but I have par for the course. This is already a dynamic podcast. Everybody's got their phones out. So this is podcast six. If my count is right, we're up to 18 listeners. I think as of podcast six, Laura's going to confirm that yeah. for us um, in our very unsophisticated <laughs> podcast. Um, I'd like to welcome today's very special guest host, Mr. Joey Mazza. Round of applause, everybody. Who's here? <laughs> and we knocked over the computer already. <laughs> it's going south quick. Um, Joey, thanks for joining us on this podcast. This is a very self-serving podcast today. The, the, the theme of this is a, a really wonderful event that uh, DSM was one of the co-founders for, which we're going to get into on detail. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. So can you do us a favor? Introduce yourself. Um, tell us where you work, what you do for them, and give us a little background. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, that. my name is Joey Mazza, and I'm the Special Events Coordinator for Eva's Village. I've <laughs> been working full-time for Eva's Village since 1990. So I've been there 28 years. and A I lifer, love man. The, I love the work I do. I love the work I do who I do it for. It's a great thing. Um, I love running events. I get to meet great people such as yourselves. And I'm not saying that because you guys are just sitting <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, what's that, what's that like to love what you do? I'm just curious. <laughs> I, if you figure it out, you tell me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I got involved with Eva's um, through my own personal mm-hmm. experiences. And they hired me because um, I had typing skills. That's awesome. And then things <laughs> happened and things progressed, and now I work in the development department. That's awesome, man. I love my job. That's a beautiful thing. Not many people can say that. So so tell us a little bit about Eva's and, and what they do. I, I want to okay, get into so the Eva's nuts. Village started in 1982, serving 30 people hot dogs and beans in the basement of the convent of St. John's Cathedral. Wow, it's incredible where they've come, huh? And in... I believe that's 36 years now, um, we're serving over 1,200 meals a day. And that's not only in our community's kitchen, but also with the people that live in our programs. That's absolutely incredible. And and what does it look like? How many people are part of this ecosystem now? Obviously, it started out very small. What does it look like from well, a structural standpoint? When I first started with Eva's, I believe we had anywhere from a seventy-five dollars to $100,000 budget. There were only a few programs. Yep. Um, it was a very small soup kitchen in the basement, and now we have a budget of $14 million. We have wow. 250 full-time employees. We have 20 integrated programs that will take people from start to finish. Wow. And um, we're in 11 different buildings. We actually, if when you come to Eva's, it looks like a campus. Yeah. So you will walk from... 
<clears throat> a matter of three blocks. Yeah, where you see all our that's incredible. Programs. And 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 what's the, what is the you know of all the programs that you guys offer? What's what's the busiest? What do you guys see the most traffic in? I mean, what what you know who's coming to your door most of the time? Our kitchen. Yeah. Our community kitchen. Yeah. That's wh- that's where it started, and that's that's our busiest. We're also yeah. serving breakfast, so we do breakfast and we do lunch. Right. Three hundred and sixty-five days a year. So when Hurricane Sandy hit, yeah, we still served. We had no power. There were restaurants. There were kitchens up in the Morris County yeah, area, yeah. the Brownstone House. There were so many people. Rod Steak yeah. and Seafood Grill came down and brought us food, and we still served. Wow, man, that's incredible. This means a lot to you, doesn't it? I it mean, does. obviously, given your own personal experience, but w- what is what is that? You know, what does that look like to you? Because this is this isn't just a job to you, right? This is something so much bigger. <sighs> Again, I'm not looking for you to get emotional. My point is, it, this is a this is a big deal. I mean, I, I think that what I want is I want people to kind of leave this conversation understanding the impact that Eva's Village has on people. Listen, here's what we're here for: raising money, mm-hmm. right? That's what this is all about. I've I've been in philanthropy for quite a few years. Darren has as well, and we get into the event that we created as a result. But you know, one of the things that he said to me that was really impactful when I first learned about Eva's and when you guys had your first conversation is how much money it costs to run this operation, right? The, th- the things that you do are incredibly valuable, but they cost a lot of money. So we want to get people to, to open up their wallets. That's the whole point of this. You want me to, you want me to share a story from please my do. recollection yeah, of please the, do. the first event that we it's had? It's a great story. Absolutely. So I, I will never forget being involved in that first year where it was you, me, Rob, and Ralph, and we literally had no clue what we, well, you might've had a clue. We had no clue what we were doing. And I remember when we got the numbers in from the first year and it was something like $35,000, 37,000, whatever it was. (laughs) And I'll never forget it. I thought I was like, Whoa, we raised $37,000. And you were like, our operating budget is $33,000 a day. And my jaw, like my stomach dropped. I was like, we didn't do anything. And I'll never forget what you told me. You said, Darren, that was one more day than we had yesterday. And that stuck with me all these years later as to one of the core reasons why we're still involved in it. And we're still, why every year, this is, it, it never gets old. Yeah, It's something that's, that will always be a part of us, you know, from where it was to where mm-hmm. we've come, you know, just on the operational part of it and all the things that go into it and what it's turned into. It's an awesome night, but that one thing that you said that you probably didn't even realize you said to me when I thought we were on top of the world again I didn't have that was year two of DSM and I didn't have a lot of experience in fundraising Mm -hmm. Um, that stuck with me about how important this was for an organization even as big and as impactful as Eva's was at that time and had been doing it for whatever 28 years or 25 years so why is it so important that we're raising money what are we doing for these people when people come to Eva's, we meet them at the level that they're at. Mm. Some people have different needs and strengths. So you would come to us because you just need a meal. We have people who have full-time jobs that come mm. to our kitchen who want to eat. <coughs> so that way, when they get home, they're not taking food out of their families because they're not making a lot of money. Wow. We see people who, when they were building the mall downtown Patterson, people that were working on that mall would come to our kitchen because they just can't afford to eat. Wow. And that's one place where we don't ask any questions. Yeah. We've had people that come into the soup kitchen that have a cell phone, they have a gold chain. We're not asking you anything because mm-hmm. we don't know what your situation is, where you are. Yeah. 
it gives you interesting perspective, doesn't it? Absolutely. We're, 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 we're all, as a society, fairly jaded. And I think when you see that and you experience it, it changes your perspective. And that's why we have to do what we do. So uh, we, we got into this story. I want to take a little bit of a step back. So um, the handsome and debonair voice, the very deep and sultry voice that you just heard telling the story was Mr. Darren McGarry. Why don't you introduce yourself, even though an introduction is not really necessary? You are the DSM and DSM, obviously. Hello. It's <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, I'm Darren. Uh, Very uh, sultry. Uh, <laughs> people have told me my voice sounds like Barry White. Um, no, I'm Darren. Uh, I'm the president of DSM, and um, I couldn't be more thrilled to be here today and getting ready for tonight for one of our last meetings before the actual event. So let's plug it, man. What is the event? So tell us, the, give us the story. How did it become to be? What's it called and what's it all about? Let's do it, man. Um, the event is called Behind the Seams. Boom. Um, Which started. features two of the greatest models in Bergen County. Uh, everybody check. Everybody. <laughs> Darren and myself. <laughs> plug in. Yeah, the only two models in Bergen uh, County. In Bergen County. Um, Actually not true. But. No. Uh, the, the event is called Behind the Seams. It's now in year nine, and we had the fortunate, um, I guess, blessing to be able to be a part of it from the beginning. Um, <laughs> my very good friend, uh, Ralph Loretta, was the one who kind of started it with Joey. Uh, I believe you were shopping at the store. Oh, dude, I want you to tell oh, about story, the Robert man. Graham shirts. Oh, what a great story so, this is, too. So I won't, I won't <laughs> you know, go into that, but... Uh, my friend Ralph came to me and said, we want to start a fashion show on Eva's behalf. And I had heard about Eva's. I you know, grew up 10 minutes from it, but never really had gotten into what it was about and <clears throat> you know, the amount of lives that they impacted. And so we started an event with how many people did we have that first year? Like 100 maybe? Not even. Not even. It, Not was, even. In, it was in Batagra. The um, whole thing, the runway, the runway, the actual everything, restaurant. Just, everything was in there. The, the runway was a T, literally. <laughs> we took like twelve steps as models and came out of the men's room. That that was the entrance <laughs> up the, that was the entrance up onto the uh, runway. Um, but we we just put it together. Uh, Rob was gracious enough to have it at at Batagra, and um, it's morphed into year nine, and uh, we're hoping to clear. Um, a million dollars this year um or we're getting close to it we uh we already did we already did with the money right now boom um, this is breaking news six weeks <laughs> from the event we already have ninety three thousand dollars yes wow. yes so and and really what it is um again i don't want to steal joey's thunder here because he's the the ring the ringleader behind this but it's it's a night that a lot of what it's become is a night that a lot of friends and family can come together, have a really good time. It's it's a celebration of of a um, of a charitable endeavor that uh, the the best way I can explain it is you have to get down to the <coughs> kitchen and actually experience it to really feel the power of it. Um, when Joey just talked about you know they don't ask questions there. You see people that show up for when you serve a meal there, and the the folks that are helping each other, um, trading parts of their meal, helping um, young men, ho helping old women. It's 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 incredible the 
how you can break down every stereotype in society and put them into one room and just see the power of the human spirit. Um, it really happens in, in the kitchen and it's just an amazing thing and it blows you away. Um, when we went there and served the year that, uh, that Robert actually came for the event, mm-hmm. um, was blown away. You see people speaking with each other, helping each other, um, commiserating. It's just, it's, it's an incredible place. And until you actually get there to see it, you, you, you don't understand the power of what this place means to, to the community in Patterson. Um, and surrounding area, right? And, I mean, and surrounding oh, area. Yeah. For Patterson a lot of people, now. this yeah. is home base, Yeah. yeah. even yeah. if they don't live in our programs. Yeah. And the way that the people are outside mm-hmm. is totally different than once they walk through the doors. Yeah. Because they know they're, they're there. They talk to the volunteers. Right. They say, thank you. God bless you. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's something else. It's incredible. Yep. So what does behind the scenes mean to Evis? Like, wh- how do we fit now in now that we've become where we're at? How does it fit in the in the big picture of the events that you guys host throughout the year, the fundraising efforts? It's probably it's my big it's my favorite yeah. event. It's my favorite event. <laughs> and, and You're just saying that because of the models. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it, it it all happened because of my addictive personality. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I love this story. Um, you gotta, you it's so great. I was. Story. I called in sick one day, and I was home <laughs> watching the news, and Al Roker was talking about Robert Graham shirts. That's awesome. And I saw them on television, and I looked online, and I said, where can I get one of these? <laughs> and it was at Neiman Marcus. Mm-hmm. So I jumped in my car. Thank you, re- Al. Really, really <laughs> sick, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember the, the first Robert Graham shirt I bought was this big paisley thing. It was called the Bonaire. Nice. <laughs> And I None wore, of those shirts are really wore, subdued. And I wore it to work the next day. <laughs> and because I have such an addictive personality, I was online, to, like, who's selling these shirts? Yeah. Who has the, the nicest ones? Yeah. And I ran across Saloretta for men. So I went to the store, and I started talking to Ralph. And I was looking for this shirt. I was looking for that yep. shirt. And I just started buying them. And, like, weeks went by, and Ralph asked me, he said, where do you – work that you wear these yeah, shirts yeah. because they're not you know low-key <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're gonna stand and, out in the crowd <laughs> i told him i worked for eva's village and he told me that when he worked at the market basket yeah. he used to deliver food to eva's so months went by sh- more shirts came yep. to my house and um ralph called me up <laughs> and he said i have a really good idea i'd like to sit down with you so i s- talked to my marketing director yep. who was donna fico at the time and i said listen um, this gentleman I'm buying these shirts from wants to sit with us, and here we are nine years later, and um, Man. this thing has grown unbelievably. That's like awesome. you guys come to it, I mean, to see what it's become from the very first year, it's 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 a ridiculously spectacular, over the top, wonderful. I can't. This, mm-hmm. There's so many descriptives. We have such a great time. As I mentioned, Darren and I. This is my fourth year, I think, modeling. You've been doing it from the start. Um, you know, it, it, it was so awkward the first time I did it, and I didn't know what to expect. But the truth is, is you get past it when you realize what you're there for, right? Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable to be on a stage in front of people and walk down a runway. But honestly, when you see what kind of money that the event generates and the purpose for why you're there, it really hammers it all home. And you put it very succinctly. It's, the, you know, it's human nature. It's it's seeing the human spirit up close and knowing, you know, this is what life is supposed to be about. It's, right. it's really a wonderful thing. Um, so I, I, I want to I wanna 
take a quick diversion because this is thanks for playing with the SM, so it is game based. <laughs> so we like to because you know if we, if we with some of these things we get pretty deep. So I like to break stuff up a little bit and and so Joey, we put a game together for you. Okay, so we want we like to put oh, games together. for me. <laughs> it's a, it's a custom <laughs> game Just for, for you, Joe. And we like to do different games for all of our hosts, uh, our guests, and and, um, and I think this one's relevant for you. And I, you may or may not have fun with it. And you know sometimes we penalize. We're not going to penalize you first of all because it's just that's just unfair so we want to play a little bit of a guessing game i'm going to give you three of them we'll start with three um we want to see if you can guess some famous people from patterson i want to put you on the spot you're not going to lose any street cred if you get these wrong but i'm going to give you some hints on famous people from patterson and you got to try to get that person is that fair let's go (laughs) (laughs) The the confidence is very intimidating I'm gonna give. I'll give you what should be the easiest for any anyone who works, lives in and around Patterson from North Jersey. It just should be an easy one. There's a statue of this famous person in Patterson. Alexander Hamilton. Uh, well, uh, well, uh, good, he's right. Dude, are you serious? <laughs> wait, wait, he's right. Let me let me let me elaborate. Lou Costello. Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> the most famous statue in Patterson. I was gonna say comedian. I left it out because I, I I wanted to make it a little bit harder. Okay, first one easy. Lou Costello. Famous member of a comedic duo. Uh, the other clue I was going to give you is who's on first. I didn't think you were going to get to that, so well done. I know the park really well. <laughs> okay, ready? He plays, played wide receiver for the New York Giants. Victor Cruz. Yes! Wow, that yes. just happened today. I like what you did there. <laughs> you transitioned. He just retired today. I was watching the news. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. going to be a... Uh, he works at ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, which was a no-brainer for him. I was getting the next clue. I knew his. Be, I knew his father very well. Did you really? No yeah. kidding. How he was funny a fireman that? in Patterson. That's awesome. He's a good. He's a good dude. Yeah. He gives back, right? Yep. I mean, he's Victor. Yeah, he's, he's come been. to. He's come to Eva's and that's he's awesome. Served in the soup kitchen. That's awesome, man. What a shame, too. I mean, that's not. You know, his. He was at the prime, man, and he just that injury is was a blue yeah. one for him. That's a tough one to overcome, too, man. All right, so let's see this one. <laughs> okay, she flipped a table on national television. Teresa Judas. <laughs> Damn it, these are way too easy. Oh, I was... like this game. <laughs> All right. All right, I gave you the first three. Really? Like, I wouldn't know who the house was. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, all right, we'll save the second three for later on. Uh, well done, sir. I had no doubts whatsoever. D- um, Darren, I, I want to I wanna have a quick discussion here. Um, so... Listen, at the end of the day, we run an agency, right? We run a marketing and advertising agency. And I, I want to talk for a second about, from our perspective. So we, we got into behind the scenes. You got into behind the scenes for the right reasons, right? Philanthropy is really important. It's important for, if you're, any, if you're a successful entrepreneur, even if you're not, philanthropy should be a, a very important part of everybody's life. It just should be. I, I, I genuinely believe that. But let's talk about, for a second, the value of philanthropy for business. Because I think there's something to be said about that. So... I've been myself. I've mentioned this on previous podcasts. I've been involved, uh, actively involved with the American Cancer Society. It's a it's an issue that's very near and dear to my heart for for the last ten years of my life, and I volunteer a fair amount of time for that. Um, small drop in the bucket, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's time. It, it, everybody can make time for something that's significantly important than more important than you and what you're about, right? That's right. that's there's a, a part of human nature I think that that the, that needs to be a part of. But let's talk for a second about the value that philanthropy has for businesses because there are more and more businesses getting involved in philanthropy and they should be for all the right reasons right there's the you know the tax benefit reasons which everybody likes to talk about but beyond that i believe that there's legitimate business value 
right? Mm-hmm. In philanthropy. It, it, in the events that we've taken part of and coordinated, I've met some wonderful business people that I've done business with together, mm-hmm. that I network with regularly, that have resulted in really great business relationships. So let's talk about that. Like, how has behind the scenes in particular been valuable for us from a business development standpoint? But just in general, why is philanthropy so important in business? Like, Well, the first question, uh, I don't know if my answer devol- revolves directly with the business side of it. Um, I can tell you that I had a wonderful role model in my mother-in-law. Joey knows her very well as mm-hmm. well. Um, that I, I can't even tell you how much that she's given back, not only monetarily, but time and resources and materials and, and all that. Um, I, From a basic human standpoint, I think it's the most important thing uh, when if you are running a business to get involved. Um, communally and Mm. via relationships yeah i mean through behind the scenes i've met many many business people that have connected me or either directly or indirectly connected me with people that um Mm. have brought value to dsm over the last nine years um with regards to that that business i I think it's important Uh, the other side of it is the networking element um that i would say is probably my biggest strength Mm. and what I excel at. So having those relationships, even if it doesn't uh, directly reflect DSM, um, they've, people, when when you make them aware of what you are, just by having our logo on this piece has allowed people to know um, who we are. And when I got started, doing behind the scenes. I think we were in year two of DSM. Um, I don't think anybody outside of our our moms and wives <laughs> and cousins knew who we were. Uh, frankly, I think there were still some people who thought- Some of them like, probably didn't even know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure at that point if my mom knew what I was doing. I think she thought I was making nuclear missiles or something in the basement. Um, no, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a basic human core value to get involved in something like this. Um, but when you actually get to see, I think the beauty of it is when you actually get to see it grow to what it's become now, um, the amount of people that, that, and Joey can speak to this more than I can, but <clears throat> the people that want to be involved yeah. now, um, are big business players, yeah. much bigger than DSM or, you know, I mean, you know, Sal Loretta has been around for a long time, but the businesses that are involved now um, and the sponsorships that we get have been insane. Yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, but uh, I just, I I just think it's such an important element of being a part of your community. I I don't think it's right on any basic level to be, to be profiting off of where you're from and and not being a part of the fabric and and giving back to something that's bigger than you. 100%. And And Eva's is is a great cause to do it for. And one of of the things that sticks out the most to me about behind the scenes is the age of the philanthropists that are involved in it. For sure. You know, we have a huge donor base at Eva's and people get up in age and then charity for them if they leave the in their will that's great yeah if they don't it it just stops yeah and and it you know it's the cycle of life and it happens <laughs> but when 
the new philanthropists yeah, come in. Yeah. Like it, it has to constantly evolve. So when you get older and then your children get involved and my family was involved yep. and then I get involved, you know, I'm not a big <coughs> philanthropist, um, <coughs> but I do volunteer at a lot of other charities yeah. and get involved with their events and help them put their events on and stuff sure. like that. Um, we all do what we can. Yeah. So uh, it's a big deal, man. It really is. I, the, the other thing that I just, it, it's really interesting and I know you can understand this as well coming from where maybe not mm -hmm. exactly where where we were but it's close enough that you're living you know when I grew up in Wyckoff the proximity to Patterson is 10 minutes down the road yeah. and you're literally living in two completely separate worlds that you know when I was three my parents moved up to Wyckoff and you live in a bubble and what I realized growing up, and as I got older and went to college in, you know, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, you see it's Beverly Hills of Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you see, you're you're able to see a different world that, you know, that exists. And literally, what I want my kids to to know is that right down the road, that there is yeah. another whole world that you're you know we're fortunate enough to have what we have mm -hmm. but you can't you can't live in a bubble no you need to understand the rest of the world and the <coughs> complexities that go on because if you you do your best to bring your kids up in a better life in a better place but on the other side of it they need to understand that there are kids that they're you know their age that are going through yeah very very difficult yeah, harsh circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you can help <clears throat> even by donating a stuffed animal. Yeah, or something. Dude, and, like and that. that's why that's why, but that's why businesses need to get involved. All right, so let's tie back to that. So there there's a there's a mentality of a very famous digital marketer who has coined the phrase "real company shit," and I don't know if I could use his name, so I'm not gonna. But it, the the net here is that companies should make the effort to connect themselves to organizations like Eva's or ph philanthropic efforts in general because. The consumer these days is much smarter than they used to be, and they're much mm -hmm. savvier. And and there's an expectation by a consumer that a business should have social responsibility. should have social responsibility yeah. should have should give back. Right? Gone are the days of these massive corporations not giving back. It, that that it's people see through that shit. Mm -hmm. So businesses should get involved. And the marketing value of philanthropy, right? We're marketers. This is what we do. Is exponential, man. I mean the the, the the proliferation of social media these days has enabled a sponsor, for instance, of of an Eva's of an Eva's Village or behind the scenes to to really blow their message out and share with everybody what they're doing, and it it helps to adjust the perception, right? The perception is reality in our space, and it helps to adjust the perception of that business and how they fit in the marketplace. Um, the, the marketing value is is really aggressive, honestly. There's something to be said about that. I mean, DSM has enjoyed it, obviously, in our involvement in behind the scenes, but the sponsors that do sign on, and we have some great sponsors, um, have have enjoyed that as well. And and I think that's a reason that they keep coming back, right? There's some sponsors that have been signing on year after year here since the since the first year. It's incredible, yeah, which is incredible. And it's been it's been great um, when it comes time for us to start renewing people <laughs> because I get to pick up the phone <laughs> and. I don't have to send out an yeah, invite. Right. I, you know, people like that personal touch. Yeah. And from the years of doing this event, and for the 28 years I've worked at Eva's Village, I got to know our donors on a personal basis. It's incredible. So I get to call them up, 
and they know what our events are. Yeah. They know the work we do. Yeah. So, and I got past that fear of me asking. Yeah. Because I'm not asking for me. Yeah, asking for money is the hardest thing to do, man, in business. I'm a sales I have, guy. I have a donor. I have <laughs> a, a donor. Guy, I do it every day. I have a donor that supports my golf tournament, awesome. and I called him up, and he said, hey, Joe, how much you need? <laughs> he didn't ask how I was or anything. That's, that's how it was. <laughs> that's the right kind of donor And right I told there, man. him, I need $7,500, and he said, That's the right Good. kind of donor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and doing it for the right reasons. One of the one – we've been involved, just the, uh, DSM, with other things other than behind the scenes over the last 11 years, whatever it is. The one thing that's, that always stands out, and I know Christine will attest to this, you guys say thank you. There's, there's charitable organizations that don't appreciate things the way Eva's does. And that's always been so telling. And it's, we're do, we, we do the things we wanna do because it's for the, it's for the right reasons. Like people, just like you were saying yeah, before, yeah. Don't, if you're gonna, don't do charitable endeavors expecting to get something out of it. That's mm. not why you do it. But a simple thank you when you're putting in time and effort and you know, we have families. We have th and and that's the one thing that always stood out about Eva's. Even day <laughs> one, it was you guys just really appreciated what we we put in. It didn't matter if it was year one where we didn't have a clue what we were doing. <clears throat> it was like thank you. That's the value of working with a local charity too. Yeah. A local charity from Patterson, which leads me to another question. Oh. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> it's a serious segue. Great segue. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here we go. For all the marbles, he is a rapper. <laughs> Could be quite a few of those. He has one eyeball. He filmed a music video in Patterson High School. Oh, I think we stumped him. You did. I think we stumped him. You did. And it's right, it's right at... It's She's right yelling at the answer from the back. One eyeball, a rapper, filmed a music video in Patterson High School. Two, two names. I forgot. I can't. Believe, I can't believe I know this. <laughs> Go ahead, Darren. What's the answer? Right, let's hear it. Fetty Wap. Boom! Yeah. Fetty Wap. I was gonna just start singing one of his songs. I don't. I don't know any. I don't know any. You songs. can't really sing. I guess. You know how that. I know that? Charlene actually told me because her kids listen to it. Oh really? Yeah. That's how I know it was Fetty Wap. Oh. I only know one. So rapper I don't. Oh, we stumped I don't you. Win you don't. You don't win the plastic prize. You have to eat a pop tart. <laughs> you gotta eat a pop tart. <laughs> a chocolate one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready. He is an actor. Who played David Putty on Seinfeld? I know who he is, but I don't know his name. Ah, oh, he uh, he was also in. He's also the uh, the pitch man for uh, National Car Rental. Yeah, I don't know his name. His name's and the pa Emperor's new group. And the Emperor's new group. <laughs> Patrick Warburton. He's from Patterson. From Patterson. Wouldn't have guessed that. This one, you might. This is our last one. You might get this one. We struggled with it a little bit. You remember Austin Powers, the movie? Yeah, I didn't see it. She played Doc, uh, uh, Frau, the Dr. Evil's love interest in Austin Powers. She looks a little bit like Lily Tomlin. No, I like the first part of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Min Mindy Sterling is the actress's name. She's mm. from Patterson. We, we, we did a uh, – Joey, thanks for playing. Well, well done. We did a little it. search for Patterson <laughs> celebrities, and uh, there were some interesting ones that came up I that I had no idea were from Patterson. <laughs> you were on the list, just <laughs> far back on the list. All right, so – a couple more questions, and then we'll wrap, man. I, I really, I genuinely appreciate you coming out to talk to us. Um, what's what's Eva's village? What's the what's their biggest what's the biggest challenge that you guys face? What's the, what's the hardest thing? Meeting the needs. You know, we have 
we never know what our next program is. Yeah. And we, we don't know what that need is till somebody comes to us. Is it because the needs are evolving so much or is it just uh, what, things, what's things are changing? Yeah. Um, now you have um, the, the drugs that people are getting addicted to are changing mm -hmm. and it's and it's a lot tougher. And there's a lot more of it. Yeah. You know, the the it's not just the drug. The whole world is changing. <laughs> no kidding. And and. There's stress on a lot of people, so we see it. Yeah, we, they come to us. That's interesting. Is it? Would you say is there like a? Uh, I'm speculating. I'm just saying. Is there a correlation between like the economy and and do you see that? Like, do you notice that there are changes in people that come in when the economy, for instance, is in the shitter? I'm just curious. I, I don't. I don't. Well, we don't. We don't know what the what the effect the is. drivers are. I yeah. Mean, what yeah. The driver. What. The <coughs> reason is that people come to us we just know that are you seeing an older demographic or younger demographic like wh what does that look like it's getting a lot younger is it really it's getting a lot younger if you were to come into any of the entrances to patterson where yeah. you see people out there like begging for money and they have yeah. a sign you see these young kids and it's scary man it's scary it's tough it's pretty telling well i, I mean and, and that all the more uh all the more justifies why we have to continue to do what we do you know why you have to continue to do what you do and find more donors and find more people that are willing to get involved and you know um it, it's a it's a great thing what evas does it's a great thing it's a great thing what darren and ralph and, and rob started nine years ago with behind the scenes and yeah it's a lot of fun <laughs> we have a great time and um, it's a wonderful event, but it, it, the reason behind it is a really great thing. Thor, Laura, thank you. I, I don't want to get anything wrong here, so I want to go through this. So let's plug it for a second. The event is October 2nd at uh, Batagra in Hawthorne. Um, Darren, is there, how do people get involved? What's the, uh, what's the, what's the call to action here? Can they email Joey? They can go on our, they can go on the evasvillage.org website. Okay, perfect. And they just look under events and cool. they can sign up there. Cool. Um, they Pl can pl plug, they plug can call me. They can call me at the office nine seven three five two three six two two zero extension two three five. I will Boom. take your credit card right over the phone. <laughs> Phone's gonna be ringing off the hook. <laughs> the, the, the other uh, the folks that are involved. Um, there's some retail locations: Saloretta for Men, Botagra, uh, Boutique Eight Eleven. Um, all these folks have materials at their store. If you're out and about on a Saturday and want to stop in. Um, I believe all those guys have hard materials. They do. They do. I who's our Joe? Who's our other big sponsor? Who do we got? Uh, we have uh, BAE Systems is our event sponsor this year. Awesome. They've awesome. been with us for the last three or four years. That's incredible. And um, we sh we show them a wonderful time. We show everybody a wonderful time. <laughs> they're they're an incredible sponsor, though. I mean, you could see a direct correlation to their giving and what this event has turned oh, into. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. We had almost 700 people last year on the front front, front uh, parking lot of uh, Batagra. Incredible. Yeah. And we also have the George Link Jr. Link, the George Link Jr. Charitable Foundation. Awesome. They're with us this year. Sanzari companies are with oh, us this excellent. year. Again, excellent. we have Julie's Butterfly Foundation. Oh, awesome. That's great, man. The DSM group. Yeah. Saloretta for men. Go get them. And Batagra. And Boutique, <laughs> Boutique 811. It's incredible. Guys, this is this is awesome. Um, uh, I covered everything I wanted to. Joey, thanks for coming, man. We're we're super psyched about Behind I the Seams. Go <laughs> <laughs> you got to go back to work. <laughs> we're super psyched about Behind the Seams. We're, we're very grateful for you taking some time to come hang with us. Uh, 
we love Eva's. We love what Eva does. We we love you. We love what you do for them, and and uh, we're we're honored to be a part of it. We really are. So well, thank thanks, you for having thanks for me. Thanks for coming and being part great. of this. And everybody, go check out behind the scenes. Check us out at all our handles as usual at the DSM Group. And and uh, let's rock and roll, man. Let's go raise some money. All right. Let's let's kill. Let's just, let's not only eclipse a million dollars. Let's blow it out of the water. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. This one's like last let's, year. Let's we, do that. Last year. Um, <laughs> The Beard and Bowler group made a yes. video Good call. Um, that I was on, that I was in. Yep. And I remember at the end of the video, I said <clears throat> that this was going to be one for the books. Yes. And I have a feeling this year is Excellent. really going to. I can't wait, man. Last year. I can't wait. I got my moves all set for the and, runway. And, and <laughs> speaking of Leon's moves today, <laughs> up on DSM's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, oh, God. we did our first promo with the new oh, logo for Behind God. the Seams that we're really excited about. We did about, see it. But Leon is shaking his moneymaker in the video. So go <laughs> on and it. like it. Like it. Forward it. Awesome. Pass it along to all your friends and family. It's awesome, fantastic. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, guys. Podcast 6 in the books. Thank Peace. you. Nice. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> for playing thank the game playing. we're thanking them in advance yeah sure it's a proactive podcast should we, oh, we say, can't change the game can't now. we just say thanks in advance for playing <laughs> and then at the end once they've played say thanks for playing <laughs>